Israel has started a campaign to deport African migrants from the Jewish state. More than 200 Africans have been arrested in recent days. Most of them are from South Sudan, and that is where they're expected to be repatriated. The Israeli official behind the effort has said that nearly all of the 60,000 African migrants living in Israel will be deported. As the world's Matthew Bell reports, it's not likely to be quick or easy. At one time, Israel welcomed asylum seekers from war-torn Sudan, but the government has decided that the newly independent nation of South Sudan is now safe. Israel's 1,000 or so South Sudanese were recently offered a deal, a free plane ticket and $1,200 cash to leave the country. Then, a few days ago, immigration authorities started arresting African migrants by the dozens, mostly South Sudanese. They were told to empty their bank accounts and prepare to go. One of the reasons is to show off because the public discourse is such that migrants from Africa are frightening some of the public. Adi Lerners with the Hotline for Migrant Workers, a group that helps Africans in Israel. She says rounding up immigrants is more of a political ploy than anything else. Some of those detained this week had already agreed to leave the country. What I would expect any government, and and the Israeli government in particular, to try and solve the situation, this problem, calmly and not to incite. As we've heard many politicians, members of the Knesset and ministers have done during the last few weeks. In one recent example, a right-wing lawmaker told a crowd at a Tel Aviv rally that the Sudanese are a cancer in the body of Israel. What followed were a number of attacks on African businesses, including a small shop run by 23-year-old Helen Barakat from Eritrea. Barakat says a group of Israeli men forced their way into her shop, threw a brick at her, and then trashed the place while she hid in the bathroom with a friend. It was terrifying, she says. Now she's thinking about leaving Israel, but doesn't have many options. Barakat's case illustrates the scope of the problem. About 60,000 African migrants are living in Israel. Around half of them are from Sudan and Eritrea. Israel doesn't have diplomatic relations with Sudan and can't come to terms with Eritrea on sending people back. So tens of thousands of Africans languish illegally in Israel. Most can't work here, and most aren't able to go anywhere else. Meir Turjaman is a 54-year-old native of South Tel Aviv. He says the African migrants in Israel are invaders. They've brought crime and insecurity to the neighborhood, so he's helping the locals take matters into their own hands by organizing self-defense classes and creating neighborhood watch groups. Turjaman says we don't like when these people, the Africans, take away our security and safety. We established a state for the security of the Jewish people, he says, and that is the only thing we have. When I mention the attack on the Eritrean woman's shop, Turjaman doesn't applaud it, but he won't condemn it either. These people are not part of the state, he says. But in recent weeks, the state is coming under more pressure to address the situation. Foreign Ministry spokesman Paul Hirschen is unequivocal about the incidents of violence against African migrants. He says these are criminal acts, plain and simple. And Hirschen says the anti-migrant rhetoric from Israeli officials has also been unhelpful. About the rhetoric, I have two problems. The one is that it actually doesn't reflect whatsoever who we are and how we behave. And it gives a distorted uh, message to 
the foreign media and the foreign diplomatic corps and others that are here in Israel and to the world at large. Hershen says Israel is working to address the issue of the African migrants in a responsible way. It's building a fence along the border with Egypt. Construction of a large new detention facility is underway. There is talk of putting up a tent city in the desert near the Sinai border for migrants. But the long-term solution, he says, is really in Africa. And until then, Israel might have to host a sizable number of uninvited African guests. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell, Tel Aviv.